Welcome back to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast, a show all about inspiring smart, busy women to put their happiness at the top of their to-do list. Join your host and life coach, Dion Thompson, as she chats with amazing women who have figured out how to make their happiness a priority, and more importantly, what it's really like to go from hot mess to awesomeness. And now, on with the show. Uh, Welcome everybody to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast. This is the break that every busy woman deserves. Uh, pre, during, and post, whatever we're going through right now. Um, <laughs> I want, um, I'm always excited, and I realize that as I, you know, um, think back on all of these episodes that I, I feel like I've done so many in the past month, I'm just like, I'm so excited for my next guest. I am <laughs> so excited. Um, and it's very, very honest. And um, I am so happy that we have met. And I was thinking back to some of those very early times in uh like when i first got to know you and how you had agreed to be one the first speaker at wise women say um oh my goodness like Mm. years ago and um i absolutely unbelievably unequivocally enjoy your energy enjoy everything about you and when i think about you i'm like you know what it is (laughs) it's i think it's um I don't even have orange oil here in my house. However, when I think of you, I think of that and then the joy that that smell brings me, even though I'm not even smelling it, because you shared that, that, and I think there was lemon, some other citrus things and about the the grounding components of oils in our first conversation when you were here. And I'm just, I really sort of, I get this sort of anchor, I guess, that when I think of you, I think of grounding and energy and just being and that's really why I'm super excited to have you here today because I think that that type of energy is uh, needed more than ever. Um, And it's definitely something that I want to put my attention on about how to stay focused and grounded and energized on what matters to me. And, and, and that's what I want for everybody. So Nancy, welcome. Yeah, thanks so much for um, inviting me to be part of this. I, one of my strategies is cultivating communities and um, knowing that I can join you in what you're growing right now and responding and being so present. Uh, I'm thrilled to be part of this. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. So um, perhaps take us a moment to walk us through sort of where and who you are in this moment. I know that uh, as a, I I don't want to label you, but multi-potentialite. So when I see you, I I think of all of the different sort of roles that I've seen you in. And um, a beautiful thing is that in my mind, you're always Nancy, just teacher and, you know, energy worker and, 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 and. So walk us through a little bit about you. And, and sort of what brought you here today to this space, to this podcast, to this moment. Absolutely. Dionne, thanks for that. I um, really, all those roles, I appreciate that you started with, you're always Nancy, because that's what happened. I, um, I got to a moment uh, and it was about six, seven years ago where I sort of turned my perspective from, all those things that I do and turn around and 
had a good look at who is Nancy. And in looking at that central person, so what I recognized then and what I've experienced and what I hope to encourage people to do is to do that, look back on who you are and really get self-aware. Mm-hmm. That piece where the piece that has been my experience that has shifted so many pieces for me beautifully, sort of like, you know, when the labyrinth puzzle, like all the pieces are out and then something shifts and they all go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what it's like. Like all those pieces out there are awesome and engaging and energizing and satisfying and contributing. But what's that core? And, and you know, why, why do I reach out and be a teacher? Why did I, um, you know, follow that connection to the earth and, and move towards essential oils? Why do I love moving well in yoga? Why am I a mom? Why am I a partner? Why am I a friend? All those pieces. When I come back to that core and I work on that self-awareness and I go, oh, okay, that's why I do that. All right. And then that, the layering of how much I appreciate and enjoy them and invest in the problem solving, it all, it all makes a bit more sense because I understand that core. That's been my experience is getting self-aware and realizing that there are a couple of things that I do in my strategies that, um, that I, I do them well enough to share them with people because my experience has been evidence-based and when I can share that with other people, then maybe they can have that beautiful bonus in their life too. So I, I love that you, that I, I love the self-awareness that is definitely at the core of, of so many of the conversations that we've been having about that. That is def, that is one of the, the initial components that allows you then to do the work to mm-hmm. make the labyrinth all come together. I love that analogy. Um, what, what would you say was the impetus? Like obviously the, that is sort of the, the now Nancy and the moving forward, Nancy, mm-hmm. um, prior to that, there was a whole other thing. Um, what, what was that moment or series of moments that, that got you to go, yeah, okay, I can't keep doing this anymore. Ah, that <laughs> moment. <laughs> that was not, I, um, I've learned in, uh, in, from one of my beautiful oils educators, something she said, probably in passing that has stayed with me. And is that, um, when you experience in a moment or an emotion, a reaction, uh, physiologically, it tends to stay with us from 30 seconds up to about two minutes. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, we're not designed to hold on to that memory, maybe to learn from it, to react to it. Like, you know, we have very clever and green habits. Um, but that we don't, to live life well is to not set up camp in that emotion. So be there, do those 30 seconds to two minutes be a part of it, take from it what it's offering you, don't set up camp, move forward. And I think that's what that moment was, and I, and I will bring you all the way through it. But that moment of, holy crap, this is big. <laughs> I loved, you know what, in my notes, I have what you sent to me about um, women going through like hot mess madness, like some big <laughs> and all the shiz that developed from it. Mm-hmm. And I'll come back to that. But like I did, I had that moment. And for the emotional piece, uh, it's taken me about three years <laughs> to dismantle the camp in that emotion. And uh, there's still a bit of junk left over and there's always cleanup to do. Um, but I don't live there anymore. 
So for our viewers, uh, and I say that Deanna and I have had this great discussion before, and do know that I share this out of my own centeredness. And if this is a sharing that shifts you a little bit, be okay with that. Again, stay with it for 30 seconds to tune it, and then do let it go. Each of us have our own story, and it creates a filter for us, but this is mine. So um, I wrote it so that I can just read it clearly. Oh, and of course, I'm not finding it. It's okay. Uh, so when I was five years old, um, a pedophile decided that it was okay to use my body to fulfill his needs. And that was a long time ago, and that was five. But that moment created a whole shitload of shoulds for me. And I mean, I appreciate your language on that, Dion, because it, it put me into that, oh yeah, yeah, this is, yeah, yeah. I had one of those moments of who am I and why do all these pieces happen in my life? There, there are certainly struggles and frustrations. Um, but yeah, that long lasting list of should. I should be helpful. I should be compliant. I should be optimistic. I shouldn't have my own feelings. I shouldn't have my own needs. I shouldn't have my own reactions. I should anticipate the needs of others and respond before I respond to me. And all of that has created this great big like marquee should that um, other people value me for what I do for them, not necessarily for who I am. And, and that was that huge, like when I learned to articulate that, it was about two and a half years ago. And I had a moment where someone talked about hope and all of this came together for me. And I was like, I don't want to live here. Like, this is not, that, no, no, this is not working for me anymore. And I'm ready to break up camp. And I'm 42. I will be 42 this year. No, I'll be 44 this year. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. So we're looking at like 39 years later. 30 years later, 35 years later or so is um, when I started to be ready to break up that camp. And I've lived life, I feel like I'm a successful person. I have a great career. I have a beautiful family. I have people that I love deeply and people to laugh and dance with. Those are some markers of a pretty good life to me. And I was carrying this camp around with me um, that I had to move through in each of those experiences. So. Uh, yeah, talk about turning those shoulds into coulds. I should, I don't have a tattoo, but I think that's <laughs> one that belongs uh, somewhere embedded in me. Um, it is, it's um, turning all those shoulds into coulds is the path that I'm living now. And, and out of that, that's where I brought in the tools of using essential oils, of um, practicing yoga, and now being a certified teacher to share yoga. Um, it's out of my experience unpacking that camp and letting that go um, and finding ways to move towards all those other pieces of my life that I love and cherish and appreciate um, without having to go through the camp. Go through the sunny spots instead. I... Yeah. Thank you for sharing that and um, and your willingness to to be honest and um, and the the I mean I, I I take notes and 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 a lot of that really resonated with me and I think what I what I saw in my mind 
when you said it was that you have created this beautiful life. You have people that you care about that care about you. You dance and you laugh and you do and you you succeed in multiple areas. But you but we had you. I say we because I every, I think everybody is carrying around a certain camp uh, in certain ways. But mm-hmm. you had to move through the camp to get to those things. Like you, you and, and you, it's adding this layer of difficulty and. Yeah. And, and, and darkness in order to get to the light. And it's interesting for me because what that made me think of was a limiting belief that I have long held and I find I, I run into with all of my clients is it has to be hard to be valuable, to be worthy and to be uh, something that I, I, I deserve. Yeah. And, and anything that comes easily is negatable, if that is a word, is something that you can just discount as of no importance. So when you are when it's easy to be good at something, it becomes this thing that nobody's allowed to acknowledge because it wasn't hard. It wasn't hard for me to, you know, write this thing or do this thing or dance that. What it doesn't matter. Whatever the thing is, um, when we when we are have the habit of carrying around that camp, that luggage, that 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 junk, and putting it in front of everything just to make it hard. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because it, I, I think too, it, it almost goes hand in hand. That you hold this belief, and maybe it's chicken or the egg. Does the belief come first, or does the the the, the camp come first? Um, but we we carry these things around, and then once we are willing to let go and go, it's it's okay for it to be easy to be happy, mm-hmm. and and then. It, the I, I love the I don't live there anymore. There might be junk in there. There's always cleaning to do. That just seems like um, an interesting uh, analogy for women. I think at this time, there's always cleaning to do. And I'll get to it when I, I'll get to it when I get to it, which I think is a different perspective. And it's something I don't, you know, we do the work we have to do so that we can find a, a lit path that it, that it isn't, we don't have to go through the darkness every single time. I can appreciate that for many of us, we, we do need to go through elements of the dark in order to find the light. But that doesn't have to be the path every time. <laughs> so thank you for that and for creating that that image, that visual in my mind. And um, and it's a great uh, sort of anchor to to carry forward and, and uh, a great reflective point to be able to ask ourselves, am, like, am I choosing to set up camp here? And, or have I just, have I jumped into the camp thinking I have to be here, I have to make it hard first? Or could it just be easy? Could I just be happy with whatever? Brilliant. I know. <gasps> I know. Say back a few times because that <laughs> you did that really well. <laughs> Thanks. Um, it was easy. No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> um. <laughs> sorry. I. I'm interested in, I'm always interested in the tools that we each gravitate to, the people, the resources, the, the systems, the whatever, the mm-hmm. things that we each gravitate to at different points in our lives. And, you know, I'm, I, I'm a big advocate that everything happens as soon as it can. You just have to be patient. So, I mean, I could have, I was introduced to yoga 25 years ago and I get the value of yoga, but my relationship with it has grown as I have grown. And so the tool itself became 
it, it evolved with me, even though it's always been the same. Yoga is just is what it is, but my relationship has changed. So I'm always interested in how, in the relationships that you've built with the, the tools and the anchors that you use to keep yourself moving uh, towards whole Nancy, just being all Nancy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, when I look at selecting my tools, I'm, I'm working with this matrix that I have in my mind. And the four columns on the matrix are all of the dimensions of who we are. So our body, our mind, our heart, so our, our reaction to life, not just you know, love and gush of emotions, um, and our soul, so our, our purpose of being. So that's the four columns on my matrix. And then I had the six rows are the elements of wellness, the different ways that we can impact ourselves. And this is what I've learned. And then I'll, I can take you through where I'm at with those tools right now. So um, the six rows are to eat well, to move well, to rest well, to reduce the toxins in your life, to um, participate, oh, sorry, to develop self-awareness, and to participate proactively with your um, medical support, mm. so your professionals. And um, in those six elements of wellness, I see them in each of the four dimensions of who we are. So in our physical dimension, absolutely. Like the, am I choosing whole foods to, you know, all of those questions we have around food for sure. But then I also see it in our mental capacity and our, our mind, the workings of the mind. You know, are we are giving ourselves the opportunities to think in mind tracks that are supportive to our health and well-being to, you know, open up our optimism or our, our awareness. I also see it in the emotional space. So in the interactions that we're having, are we steering ourselves towards emotional experiences where we are taking in or we're eating well of the exchanges that we have with other people and, and experiences. And then in the, in the soul perspective and our, you know, so our, the big idea of who we are, like our, our connection with all of the remarkable miracle of creation. Are we participating in a way that what we take in is helping to nourish us? And I do that with each of the elements. I can see them across the four dimensions of who we are. And those are the ways that I look to serve myself well. So if I, if I recognize that maybe I'm not resting well, people go across that row. If I'm not resting well, okay, look at my physical, you know, am I getting enough exercise in the day and fresh air and, uh, or am I sitting around? Is that where I'm not sleeping? Is there a physical dimension to it? Is there a mental dimension to it? There's an emotional or spiritual dimension to it. And, um, and so that's how I look at any scenario. We've gotten into this scenario where we are like three steps deep in the cycle of change and we're experiencing cycle of change all the time this is a pretty this is huge like massive changes that we're experiencing and they were for the most part they're imposed on us or and we're choosing how to protect ourselves in our bubble that's what we call it here at home we call it our bubble and we have, we have thresholds you know you can go to the grocery store but we right now we're not eating food that other people make it's different things like that but right we're at that point where um, most of it was imposed on us. And so we didn't go through precognition and realize, oh, like, you know, there's something going on in the world. Maybe I should do something. And I, I have conversations with people who had that, that recognition early 
And, uh, and I'm so grateful for the conversations I have with them because they helped me when I was ready. Um, but we didn't go through that precognition. We didn't go through, well, I could do this or I could do that. Like all those things happen before we get to, you're not going to work anymore. Who knows about your finances? You're with your kids. You know, what are the, what the heck are those teachers doing online? Um, and, you know, even beyond, I mean, those are my dimensions. People have all their own dimensions as well. So getting into that space of change, um, I, I needed some backpedaling. I need some backpedaling so I could look at my matrix and go, whoa, what's really being impacted here? Um, and so I found, I mean, we were scheduled to, to chat together almost three weeks ago. And think of how different our energy was at that time. Um, I was, I was ramping up. I was like, yeah, I, like I can do this. I, I, I'm a teacher. I, I got homeschool and I love cooking. And my mom loves to make bread. Like I got this. And then I was like, oh, crap. A lot has changed. Hang on. Where's my footing? Um, and then, uh, and then it was hard for a while. And uh, yeah, if we had been scheduled to chat a week ago, I, it would have been a really, you would have gotten a really different energy from me. Cause I was, uh, I was, was pretty low, I have to be honest with that. Um, and, and I've been able to recognize that those shoulds, those, uh, the way you said it in, uh, when you and I were messaging that we're falling back. Mm -hmm. into those sort of um, unconscious mechanisms that we have. Yeah. And, and I actually, your timing of sending that note was really great because I was like, she's right. And I was able to look at my list of shoulds that I read to you earlier and realize, oh yeah. Mm. I, oh yeah. There's, there's still a couple pieces of uh, housing in the camp. <laughs> oh, I recognize those. And, and, and so many pieces of that, like there's grief around those pieces. There's anger around those pieces. There's, I need to, I, I not just need my regular self-care. I gotta, I gotta bolster it because I'm having another moment where I'm revisiting the camp. And so I have like my tools that I've pulled on. I am, uh, you know, working with uh, certainly using my oils today. I've, I've really appreciated being home for that because all my oils are here. And um, I have a great cup inhale that I do um, every time I wash my hands. And I have my oils in my feet in the morning and I have oils that I do at night and I'm really appreciating them. And uh, my movement practice, I know that I can move well when I when I go through my different practices and, um, and I've called on my medical support and I've called on my psychotherapist and we've worked, we've done our talk therapy. Um, I'm calling on all those tools that I know support me. Uh, and I, uh, I really appreciate them. I feel like I've gone on for a while. Deanna, how oh, are okay. we still in line we are, here? We are a hundred percent in line. Okay. We are fully aligned. Um, I wanted to, uh, that idea of um, sort of, I don't say falling back, but it's, it's, it's a knee-jerk, unconscious response to the level of newness, the level of change. And I think you, you exemplified it beautifully saying, you know, we bypass steps one through three, and we're just going to jump right in here at holy crap. And um, when that happens, we, you're, you're going right to the root of responses. And 
you know, you're bypassing sort of all of your, you know, you know all that cognitive work. You're, you're going right into the unconscious. And so your, your unconscious mind goes, oh, okay, I know what to do here. I remember this from 20 years ago. We just, whoa, like just, we just do the thing. And um, one of the shoulds that come, that came up for me and, uh, and I saw it and I was like, Ugh, I just, come on now, was the, I should be able to do this. And I should be able to fix all this and fix myself. I fixed myself before. Like, why am I here? Like just, you know, along with the, I should be able to be the mom and the teacher and the person and the business owner. I should be able to, it, it was the, fuck, I don't like being here again. And it, it, the anger around that was something I needed to, to process. It was a little longer than two minutes. And, um, and the camp started to rebuild and I was like, who, you know, and I, I, time is, I've lost on me at this point, but I, I recognize that so many of us, you know, let's say a, we went through the, um, the stages of almost like group development. So we formed, we were like, yes, we can do this. And then we stormed and they're like, no, I can't, I just need. And then, you know, now we're sort of getting into the, um, the state of, I want maybe performing, like we're getting to that place. We're like, okay, I know where the pieces are. I know where I am. I, 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 you know, taken the hurdle, done the thing, forgiven myself. I recognize where I'm at with the grief and I, I'm acknowledging when I get to different spaces on that, because obviously we're grieving different things at different times when they arise. And, um, but that one, mm -hmm, I, that, that idea as the perpetual fixer, that was my go-to behavior and identity back in the before times. Like I can, I fix anything. I will fix things whether you've asked me to fix them or not. And I will make sure that you know that I know how to fix your problems because I'm really good at that. And so it, it pained me in a way that I couldn't, couldn't fix this, which, okay, fine. And then I couldn't, I had to fix me again. And I, I, and then the whole idea of, I don't need fixing, <laughs> just need to heal and process and breathe and be, and, you know, and having to get back to that place again. And I think that, um, you know, I, obviously I'm not talking to every woman in the world, but the, the number of women that I've been chatting with about this is getting to that awareness piece. And what we talked about right at the beginning is that level of self-awareness to go, okay, I'm here. I'm not back where I started. I'm not, I'm not Dion from the before times life. I'm, I'm still the evolved and educated and empowered me. I'm just facing a problem that I need to address. Oh, okay. And then, right, I have tools. All right, I have community. All right, <laughs> yay, let's get to these things. So, um, so again, thank you for highlighting that um, we are not alone. And I jokingly said that I was going to rename my company to You're Not Alone. Um, <laughs> we're all in this together. <laughs> like, it, just, it just seems to be uh -huh. uh, the one thing that we... I, I think is important to be reminded of often. So, um, what would you say? So you have the matrix, which I love, and I love my teacher friends and how they their brains work and and how the the organization and oh, I see things in math. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> so for all of you out there who get that, we know it's awesome. Um, what? What was the one, right when you got to that place where you're like, oh, I know where I am and I, I recognize what's happening here. 
what was your go-to? What was the first thing that you did in order mm -hmm. to I would maybe recalibrate or I'm not sure what word you would use to say that you're sort mm -hmm. of returning? Absolutely. So I think my two foundational pieces are, um, it's get outside. Mm. I sometimes have to push myself. It's ridiculous with my mind. Um, but, uh, is to get outside the, and when I'm there, I know like movement is good. Uh, fresh air is good. Sunshine is good. And then I remember how many, um, lessons from nature there are. Mm. And I get that sink into that deeper connection. I'm like, Oh, right. Look at the trees. Oh, look at the flowers. They haven't blossomed yet. Oh, that's so, they should be by now. Oh, they're not. Oh, they're taking it slow. Ah, <laughs> wisdom. Um, so it's, it is, it's giving myself that opportunity to connect in with the deepest wisdoms and getting outside is where it's at. Um, and my other go-to is get quiet. Just stop putting my own voice out, stop taking in others and just sit into presence. Um, because there's a lot that is good right now. There's a lot of peace. There's a lot of stillness, a lot of quiet. Mm -hmm. And uh, it gives us a chance to hear just what is the right now? What is this for us? That is absolutely beautiful. And um, you're, I feel like I've been connecting with those lessons and the outside component I don't, I don't know what it is. I, I not as much as I, I think my logically I'm like, just freaking go outside. Like, okay. and you know, we have, we have a dog and, um, my husband's home and he's been doing the majority of the walking. He's like, here, take this, this out you go. <laughs> like, I, and it's interesting. I, I been enjoying the homeness. I'm, I already worked from home. Mm -hmm. But I starting to, there was this little bit of almost like guilt, like I like only wearing three outfits mm -hmm. and then washing them and then wearing them again and then washing them and then I, there's something about this sort of like, maybe that's me trying to find um, some unconscious behaviors to settle into. And I'm like, I, I, I'm enjoying some of that. Um, yeah. And the outside, you know, when I do go out, it's like, oh, right. Mm. Like I live very close to Little Lake Park and, mm -hmm. you know, officially unofficially going into the park and mm -hmm. uh and reconnecting with that and yeah it's powerful very mm -hmm. powerful okay. so what would you say is you know that it's almost like a crash course in self-awareness this experience that we've been going through and um and then relearning a lot of the lessons that um, we maybe had a little bit more time to learn in the past. Mm -hmm. What would you say is the one element of this experience for yourself that you are most proud of? Hmm. Oh, I like that question. I like where my mind can travel because I just went through this, da -da -da -da, all these things I really like about being here. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I think if you ask me in another month, there's, there's one that I'm working on that I haven't quite seen my way through. Um, so in a month, I'll update you on that one. But uh, one of my beauties is, um, is that time that we're spending with our daughter. And uh, having a family meal every night that is reasonably planned and warm and we sit at the dinner table. And my 
one of my sort of indicators for a great meal, it can be whatever you put on the table, but it is that you sit after you finish eating and chat. I just, I, it's something that, you know, is certainly from my childhood that I so appreciate in big family dinners and, you know, nuclear family dinners. And, um, but we're investing in that every night. And there's not a lot, like, it's not that we're getting into deep conversations or anything like that. But every night we slow down, we let go of media, we, um, you know, we, we really talk to each other because we're in, really in a rush. And so um, I valued letting go, letting the other pieces go, because during the day we are pretty intense. There's three of us doing online schooling and um, and all the balance and motivations. <laughs> and a, a seven-year-old doesn't really want to do her homework, <laughs> but she'd love to do the book reading game site, like balancing all of that. Um, but then we, we shut it all down. Like computers go away, table gets cleared, dinner gets pulled together and I really like cooking. Um, so I am so appreciating that we have chosen to make that a special time. We could turn on television. We could just, you know, have crackers and cheese for dinner and, and, and we could move on, but we haven't, we've chosen to come together and uh, finish our day together like that. It's uh, been a real treasure. Absolutely. And I, a lot of similarities to that here. My husband normally works uh, evenings and, yeah. he's, you know, he leaves in the middle of the afternoon. He's gone till the middle of the night. And so that idea of eating together is groundbreaking for us. Groundbreaking. Yeah. And um, because prior to that, you know, with me and the kids and me and my mother-in-law lives here now, but before that it was, you know, I'm coming home from work. I got a thousand things to do. I will feed you and I'll probably be in the general vicinity of you. Um, but I'm not sitting with you because like, gonna do this, 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 like I'm in the kitchen, my laundry's in the kitchen. So that happens. And then the other things and right. And, and, and just sort of trying to put everything in place, knowing that not that I'm solo, but there's like a little checklist of things that you do. Right. Yeah. For and, sure. And I've been thinking a lot about uh, the experience that we have been enjoying, and um, and you know I'm not, it's not lost on me that that whole idea of eating dinner around the dinner table and and how you know the so many elements of the universe have been screaming that at families for a long time now, um, but thinking about how uh, we will maintain the value of that experience moving forward, no matter what our lives look like moving forward. So, you know, I'm not sure what the restaurant industry is going to be looking like in the next couple of months, obviously. It's probably last on the list. Um, my husband's restaurant specifically seeing 800 people a night. Um, it's not, that's, I don't see anybody saying, absolutely, go gather as 800. Um, so, you know, we're thinking, not sure what that's going to look like, but what is it that we're gaining from that experience? And if we can't recreate it as a dinner, can we still get the value of that in other ways? And so that my brain has been going that way. Have you, have you had any thoughts around that? Um, I, I mean, I know for you guys, you know, when you return, it's likely it'll just go and then back you go to the schedule it exists as it exists. Mm -hmm. But uh, mm -hmm. what, what will that look like? Mm -hmm. in the future, whenever that. Yeah. Oh, that's, you know what? <laughs> it's a hard question for me to answer because I have these like very two distinct 
trains of thought and they don't recognize each other at all. <laughs> and one is purely practical and one is not at all. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so pro probably somewhere in the middle is where reality yeah, will Oh, sure. Absolutely. And, um, and, and that middle develops as I, as I look back and forth at go right back to the regular schedule and wasn't that a nice time and oh talk about the memories and maybe someday we'll be able to do that again um and that and and becoming a homeschool mom like right we're pretty pretty dichotomous <laughs> somewhere in the middle there because i do love i love my career as a teacher and uh and being a part of a community and i love having read in a community and we have a wonderful school and things like that um but it's it's finding those pieces and uh and you know what dion i'm the, the like the little nugget up here uh is to maybe make a bridge between the two and what i'm looking at is um pursuing some further education i i do my motto is learn live love laugh and share it with people and i am a i'm a consummate learner i do love education um so when i think about doing my masters i'm like yeah totally um but it's how to again how do i fit it into that how do we you know our structure of regular life right. um but uh, but no i'm looking at more education the piece on um on the elements of wellness that really strikes me is that professional support uh, where i have i've had the experience sharing essential oils with people where i can bring that uh the wisdom when i use essential oils i feel like it's um it's like a vip pass to the earth's wisdom you know, our plants have, they have lived everything that's in our environment already. And they found it, they figured out how to thrive. And when we bring those plants into our practices, we get that wisdom. So sharing the oils have, has been a beautiful experience because I get to, uh, you know, in these situations, say to people, you know, you could use an oil for that and, and have those conversations. And sharing yoga and, and you know, having loves the movement myself and, recognizing you no know, it's time for me to share this with other people and developing my skills that way um sharing to classes has been tremendous um actually one of my favorite ways to teach yoga is uh what i have started to share um not in this time but um is yoga to you so i i have gone to uh, people's homes and where they've gathered a small group of their friends and we've done a practice together uh, so to in my classes, you're always going to learn something about yoga. That's been the compliment that I um, have been appreciating that people um, in my classes have noticed is that there is something to learn there. It might be a physical, a mental, emotional, or spiritual dimension, but um, you always come out with a little nugget uh, when you finish a class with me. So each of those pieces have been beautiful, um, you know, in the, the move well, the reduced toxins in your life. But now I'm looking at, um, at professionally supporting people and uh, moving towards psychotherapy and uh, and to bring that into my toolkit to say you know we've been having these really co great conversations give me two years i'm gonna go skill up so that <laughs> when we finish this conversation you like have a practical oh like like she knows okay that's like a real tool it's not just and i have a lot of intuition and i do enjoy those conversations with people that um i find i get into fairly often and so I think it's, you know, it's a, that path that's already laid. Um, but if someone, you know, I'd like to be skilled uh, and to offer that dimension or that element of wellness as well. 
that is very, very exciting next chapter in your story. I am looking forward to that. And I can appreciate um, the natural flow of that. So um, as a teacher, and I I use that hat as a self-identity, not necessarily, you know, the, the job I'm holding in the world, but as a teacher, an educator, and a love of learning individual, um, with the, some other tools in the toolbox, but that that love for connection and community and conversation, um, you know, it it there's there is a natural flow to you know looking at how to best expand on this. Not because you know you you need I don't need another piece of paper. Um, mm-hmm it's just looking to sort of fortify the experience for yourself and for the, the individuals that you're, you're serving. Beautiful. I love that. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that little secret with us. Uh, (laughs) That's part of the secret to not making it a secret anymore. (laughs) Right. That is the secret. Say it out loud and put it out there. So someone, you know, a couple weeks, months, years down the road, weren't you doing that thing? Yeah. 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 Call me on that. Yeah. (laughs) Done. (laughs) Awesome. So I, I am so grateful for you, for you. And I am so grateful that you took the time to come and share your insights and your wisdom and your story with us. And I, I am grateful to have you as part of my community and uh, I feel lucky to, to have this friendship. So thank you so much for that. I, I admire the way that you approach situations with uh, like a calm order that allows for flexibility and growth. So it's, you know, um, there's this sort of saying that I came up with early in my awakening that I look at myself as this sort of space where art meets science. And that is definitely how I see you. You're sort of, you, you live in that space. Um, and so I'm interested in what you would share with a woman who is just sort of for the first time getting all that self-awareness on, right? So again, a lot of us are sort of having it imposed on us. Like you need to figure out where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, maybe not be for the, the first time, but really this is a new process where, what would you say, guide them with, I don't want to say advice, but you know, what would be something that they could focus their attention on mm-hmm. that help them in that process? Absolutely. Well, and it is that matrix that, um, that I think is worth, uh, not even understanding. It's not that you need to have it into action, but that awareness that we are four dimensions mm-hmm. that, um, that, you know, some a particular behavior we're looking at where we're like, Oh, I really want to bolster that. I want to be a rock star in that way. Or that's, that's really heavy for me. I want to break it up and let it go. Um, any of those behaviors can be in any of the dimensions, the body, mind, heart, and soul and combination of two. And, and we're a whole being. So when we have an imbalance in one of those spaces, um, it's going to affect the rest of us. Um, I have a, one of my favorite reference books is called, um, your body speaks your mind, and um, and it's uh, it gives an interpretation of, you know, if I'm if I have an earache, uh, what what is it about our ears? What in a uh, 
mental emotional space do we hold frustration in our ear um, and what are some of those connections that we might be able to release mentally or emotionally and it will have an impact on our physical physicality um, so that's one of my favorite books understanding sorry I'm gonna take that away again oh be aware that we are four dimensions and as you experience it then your your understanding deepens um, and then the six elements that you can sometimes I find the six elements as a way to focus on I'm gonna focus on moving well and it's okay to let the rest go for now I don't have to be a rock star at every level uh, on the on the elements um, and knowing that when I start to move well Oh, neat. I rest better and I, I am releasing the toxins and you know, that they, they're interplayed as well. So that's why I share that matrix with, with people who are looking to make, uh, to develop their self-awareness is knowing what to be aware of. Because, um, I remember when self-care sort of was growing as a concept and, you know, we went through that stage where, you know, it's not just going to the spa and having bubble baths. There's a bit more to it, um, but what is there to it? And that's what I developed the matrix because I started doing my own looking and observing, and I was like, "Wow, there's so <laughs> much. What do I pick? I can't do it all. I'm a striver, and if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it well. <laughs> I can't do that." Um, so it was a way for me to pick something, and when I pick something, it means I can let the others lie for a while and reduce that stress on myself. Um, so it's the matrix and, um, and like, oh, enjoy it. I had this experience with a piece of artwork uh, by a local artist, um, Stephanie Grobe, Stephanie Gogan. She has a, a flower shop on Highway 93. I did write it down, I just wanna make sure I, I share hers because her work is beautiful. East, she's Eastern Hemlock Flowers. Yeah. Uh, on Highway 93, and she's an artist. So when you get her flowers, she's put them together like a piece of art. I just love her. Mm. But she had a, an exhibit at the uh, Quest Gallery in Midland, I think in the fall or so. And like, I like art. I love color. I love design. I, you know, I, and I, I, I've gone to galleries all over the world and all the, like, nice. So I've stood in the Sistine Chapel. Remarkable. And compliments to Stephanie. I stood in front of her front of her art pieces in the fall and piece of art and where I was at and all these pieces and I was captivated. I was mesmerized. Like I, I experienced her creation. It, it wasn't just a piece of art anymore. It was this being that she had created and I I had never experienced that before. That's what self-awareness is. It's looking at your reflection and doing this, like, what's, what's that? <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I don't understand that, but I see the beauty and I wanna know more. So I, I, I don't have a specific piece of advice to a woman to say, this is the priority. Yep. Because every one of us, in each of our moments, has different priorities it's being aware of, of what to be aware of and that you can let other things go that's where we turn our shoulds into coulds <sighs> i love that i you, i you're not the only one getting that tattoo that is 
awesome. Okay, we should make a date. Yeah. <laughs> we celebrate the release. <laughs> I love it. No, no yeah. Everybody. <laughs> Although Dave, Dave really, he's he's always talking about the tattoos that he wants, and we're not, we don't have any between the two of us. So this would be, I'd be the one. We're very vintage. Original original packaging right here. (laughs) Loving it. (laughs) Oh, Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. This has been uh, an absolute gift and I'm so grateful uh, for our time together today and for um, what you have shared and, and, and brought to the community. And I deeply appreciate it. And I'm, I will definitely, if, if you're, if you're willing to share, we can share that matrix, uh, with, uh, with the community. And I want that book recommendation and we're going to plan the tattoo date as a, as a group. And I, I think it's awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. Join Dion again next week to learn more about what you can do to go from hot mess to awesomeness.